Welcome to Lola's Frugal Life Podcast. If you're on a mission to be more frugal with both your time and money, you're in the right place. In this podcast, we talk about topics that help enhance living a frugal lifestyle. The goal is to save time and money where we can so that we can use the rest on what matters most to us. We talk a lot about both time and money management so that we can waste as little as possible on both. We do this while also embracing a progress over perfection mindset. If that sounds good to you, then please stick around for the latest episode right after a few quick words from our sponsor. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. If you're new here, thank you so much for listening. Um, before I start the topic, I just wanted to say thank you again um, in... I don't know if it was my last episode or the one before, I had mentioned um, that I had gotten a few more ratings on the Apple Podcasts platform, and since then I got another one. So I got like three within the last few weeks, which was super exciting because I haven't gotten any for quite a while. So thank you so much whoever did that. I really, really appreciate it. I am really trying hard to grow this podcast, and it is very difficult because there are so many podcasts out there. And um, I just keep hearing how those ratings and reviews really make a difference in growing the audience because it pushes the podcast up, um, you know, so that more people can find it. So thank you so much if you were one of those who left that, those um, ratings. um, I don't think I got a written review, but there was definitely three ratings. Sometimes if someone writes a written review, it doesn't show up for a little while because I guess it has to be reviewed first. But either way, the, the star ratings are super, super helpful to me. So thank you again. And um, if you haven't already, if you do love the show, if you wouldn't mind, please um, doing that, leaving a star rating, and if possible, a review too. That would be really awesome. So anyway, today I wanted to talk about some tips for living a more minimal lifestyle. So I figured before we get into the tips, we should probably just quickly talk about why we would want to even try to be more minimal. So it's not, um, I'm certainly not a minimalist, just to be clear. I definitely love the idea of living with less, um, but I do have a lot of things. Um, I'm not on a mission to get down to the bare minimum in order to live or anything like that, Um, but I do try the best I can to work on getting rid of things that clutter up our life. And they're not always physical things. When I think about being more minimal, it's not only in things that we have, but also in the things that we have to do and activities we participate in. Because the more we can get rid of that's not super important to us, the more we can focus on the things that are what really do matter to us. So to me, there's no rules. Um, How minimal you get is up to you. There's no right or wrong. And you don't have to be minimal in all areas of your life. You can pick and choose what works for you. Maybe you really love and are totally in control of an enormous wardrobe, but you want to drastically cut back on what's on your calendar. Or maybe you're the opposite and you really love having a jam-packed calendar, but you're tired of having to um, decide like what to put on every day. So it's all about figuring out what you want and what you want to prioritize in your life. So like with most things we do, 
it's best to make changes slowly and thoughtfully. When we take this approach, it's much more likely for the changes that we try to make to stick and actually make a difference rather than just being another thing that we tried that didn't work out and then we move on. So before you decide to make some changes to live a more minimal lifestyle, you might wanna decide where to start and what would have the biggest impact. What is it that stresses you out most in life? That's probably a good place to start. Is there anything you could do to reduce the aspects of your life that are most stressful to you? And then just pick something little in that area and work on it to see what you could do to scale it back. So some tips. The first one I have, and I guess, okay, so these are tips within different, I guess these aren't really tips now that I think of it. (laughs) They're kind of areas to think about. Um, So I'm gonna go over different areas of your life you could think about to consider if this might be an area that you want to try and cut back in to make room for other things that you value more. So the first um, area you could consider is minimizing in your home. Do you really love all the things that are in your home? Sometimes we just kind of get used to having things and we don't really think too much about if they're still um, things that we need or things that we use. They just kind of become part of the background. So sometimes if we really take a look, take the time to look around, often we can find things that we don't really use anymore and that aren't really giving us, giving us much value. So to become a little more minimal in your home, you don't have to overhaul your home, but maybe think about is there an area you can improve by limiting what you have? Do you maybe have too many plates or bowls or storage containers or anything else like that that doesn't fit nicely in the cabinet? Maybe you have too many spices or special ingredients that you don't really use. Um, a lot of times, you know, there's, there's nothing we can really think of to get rid of to free up space until we actually take the time to look. We might think that we need in excess of something, more cups, more utensils, but it's actually much easier to keep everything nice when we have just what we need and maybe just a little bit more and not too much more just in case we need extra for like if people come over or if we got behind a little bit but often it's better to have um, less of something when sometimes we think it would be better to have an excess another area you can consider if you can minimize is in your meal planning if you find you're spending too much time trying to decide what you're going to eat each week this might be an area that you can simplify There are so many different methods of meal planning. Some people, like me, like to know exactly what we'll be cooking every day, but others plan more loosely as far as what they'll be cooking during the week, but not specifically what's gonna happen each night. If you try out some different methods of meal planning, one will probably work for you that you can cut back on the amount of time you spend trying to figure out what you're gonna cook and what you need to buy at the grocery store. For me, I use a rotation of similar days of the like similar meals on similar on certain days of the week Um, and then I kind of fill in Friday through Sunday with other recipes that I frequently make and then if I have time I add a new recipe Um, if I don't have time I don't have to worry about it because I have a meal plan that I can follow so um, it's really just about kind of thinking like is this an area that I'm kind of stressing over and spending a lot of time in that I don't want to be spending Another area is in your actual cooking. So unless cooking is one of the things that you really love to do, this could be an area where we can usually simplify. Um, One way you can simplify cooking is by just 
simplifying the recipes that you're cooking. There's so many great recipes that are quick to make and have few ingredients. Those are actually some of my favorite. Like, don't you love when you make a recipe and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like the easiest thing. It's so quick, it's so simple. And yes, it does take time to find and gather those types of recipes. But if you are spending more time in the kitchen each night cooking than you really wanna be, maybe just consider looking for one simple recipe and adding that into your meal plan. And then over time, you can kind of continue to look for one more and one more until you get to a point where you have a lot of simplified, easy, um, simple ingredient and low number of ingredient recipes that can make your cooking time much easier. And you don't have to necessarily make these more um, simple recipes every night, but if you have a night or two during the week that are usually a bit hectic, that's where you could plan to make those quicker recipes and kind of cut back on the amount of time that you have to cook on those nights. Another area you can minimize in is in household chores. Household chores are one of those things that I am always looking to minimize and simplify. And I don't mean that I want things in my house to be less clean. I'm just always looking for the best way to lessen the amount of time that I have to think about what cleaning needs to be done. So for me, cleaning is not something that just comes naturally. I definitely overthink what I should be cleaning, how often things should be cleaned, what needs to be cleaned the most. And I would spend more time thinking about what needs to be done and have less time to actually clean. So one way to minimize the amount of time you put into figuring out what to clean is to follow some type of cleaning schedule. So what's currently working for me here is that I um, have an app that I've been using that I, I have, it kind of like prioritizes um, what you are gonna clean. And I'm gonna get into that more in a minute, but for, for the actual like basic cleaning, like not the other um, kind of periodic tasks, but just for my kitchen and bathrooms, like that's kind of what I prioritize. So I built those into my daily, daily routine. So that's, that part of it is working for me as far as just my regular household chores. I was like, okay, what do I need to get done? Like pretty much no matter what on a weekly basis. And to me, I identified that as getting the bathrooms clean and keeping the kitchen clean. So I just built those into my daily routine. So everything I, every morning, the first thing I do is clean up the kitchen. Now I know many people like to do this at night, but I'm a morning person and the last thing I wanna do at night is any cleaning. So I just do it first thing in the morning. And then each Monday on my lunch break, um, I clean the bathroom. So I'm fortunate to work from home several days a week now. Um, in the past, I used to clean the bathrooms before work on a certain day. But by building those into my schedule, I know that the most important cleaning gets done um, each week without having to spend any time really thinking about it. So that's what's really working for me with household chores. So maybe if you find you're struggling with your household chores, just to start, you could maybe kind of think about like what is the absolute most important that has to get done and try and come up with a plan on the specific day and time that you might wanna do that just so that you don't really have to think about it um, as part of your week. So then as far as the other cleaning tasks, I wanted to talk about cleaning systems. So for the other like um, tasks that are just like the kitchen and bathroom, like doing the floors and um, cleaning my water cooler, uh, cleaning the Keurig. Um, I don't know, there's just so many other cleaning tasks that have to be done in the house. Um, all these other random things. I, at one point, was using the Fly Lady system. 
and actually I have like a ton of episodes way back when I was doing um, a weekly episode where I would share what I was working on for the fly lady system and with the fly lady system if you're not, not familiar you do a different you work on a different zone each week of your home like it might be the kitchen it might be the bathroom it might be the basement the bedrooms whatever it is and you have a whole list of cleaning tasks and you just work on tasks in that zone that week and I really liked this system for a while but there were too many times when I didn't get much done in a zone and then I felt like a whole month was gonna have to go by until I got back to a particular area again and then I would stress out over what didn't get done and when I was gonna get it done so what I'm using right now is this app called to, to, to do I don't know how you say it. it's T-O-D-Y it's similar concept to the fly lady system because there's zones in the app so you have like your kitchen zone your um, your bathrooms whatever and you identify tasks in each zone but when you set them up you set them up with how often you want to do each task so if you want to go into the app and you want to work in the bathroom, you can just look and see what needs to be done most in the bathroom based on how often you wanted to do it and when is the last time it was done. You can also do it just as a general list, which shows the highest priority tasks throughout the house. So it might be like, hey, you're like two weeks past due on mopping the floor in the kitchen. Um, also, you haven't done that. Um, you haven't dusted the light, uh, the ceiling um, fan thing in the bathroom. For like um, two weeks after you said you were gonna do it so you could just be like okay well today I'm gonna mop the kitchen floor and then I'm gonna go to dust that light in the bathroom so it kind of can prioritize for you um, tasks across the home if that might be something more helpful to you for me um, it really helped minimize the amount of time I spent thinking about what I want to do and the amount of time I have for cleaning so I just kind of look at the app and see what is my highest priority because I'm I'm never like caught up I'm always pretty much behind I just I don't know I just am always feel like I'm behind on cleaning but I don't stress over it I just look at it and say like okay these are the things I need to do the most so maybe kind of think about if you're spending a lot of time cleaning or planning cleaning try and see if you could find a system there's so many different systems out there for keeping your home clean and maybe that can be something you could do to simplify that time that you spend with planning and cleaning so that you can spend that time on other things Another area we can consider minimizing is with our clothing. How do you feel about clothing? If you're more concerned about having something presentable and comfortable to, to wear, rather than always having something new and different, this might be a place you can consider minimizing in your life. For me, this has had such a major impact. Once I realized I was totally okay to basically wear almost the same exact thing every day and that no one really cared, it made such a big difference for me. I've gotten to the point where I have only clothes in my drawers that I really love, so I can basically put on anything and be good with it. I really cut back on the amount of clothes um, and actually bought several of the same leggings and shorts because I really love them and I work from home several days a week. So most days I wear black leggings with long side pockets that I could slip my phone in. And in the summer I wear shorts made by the same company, they're both from Amazon, with the same it, they're not made by Amazon, but they were from Amazon um, with the same long pockets, the same long side pockets, because I really love having these long side pockets in my pants or shorts, because if I'm listening to an audiobook or podcast or whatever, it's just so easy to slip my phone and just kind of have it with me no matter um, what I'm doing. I used to kind of try and slip my phone like in the waistband of what I was wearing and it would always like slide down and it never really worked. So I just really love 
having these shorts or pants that I can stick the, um, the phone in when I'm working. So that's kind of like my weekly uniform. I wear those, those black leggings or black shorts and then I'll wear like a, um, just like some kind of comfortable shirt that goes with it. So I can pretty much get like any kind of color shirt because they all go with black. And then another benefit of doing that is that I was able to drastically cut back on the amount of clothes that I have to keep in my dresser or in my closet. Then I do have like one or two other things I'll wear for work, but fortunately, for the most part, my office has gotten so super casual after COVID. Um, we used to only be able to do like jeans and sneakers on Fridays. Now everyone's doing it pretty much almost every day. So I really don't have to dress up um, for work like I used to. There's occasionally like a meeting or something that I do have to dress up for. But mostly for work, I'm wearing jeans and then one of those shirts that I would have worn at home with my leggings. So think about your clothing. Is this something that doesn't um, matter super um, a lot to you as far as, you know, if you're not into like fashion and things like that? And if you are, then this isn't going to be an area where you want to cut back. But maybe this is an area that doesn't matter as much to you and you just want to look presentable and be comfortable. See if you can just scale that back and kind of create a little uniform so you don't even have to really think too much about what you're going to wear each day and you'll always be comfortable and feel kind of somewhat put together. Another area we can definitely minimize on is our to-do list. Um, our to-do list is one of those things that can make us feel like we're kind of got it all together because we have everything on a list. Um, but sometimes our to-do list can be so overwhelming if we have this enormous list of things that we want to do or that we think we want to do and many of those never even get done. We put so many things on our to-do list that in a perfect world we would maybe do, but often there's just not time to do certain things. And if the things we put on our to-do list are not really priorities for us, they'll probably always get passed on in order to get something else that's more important done. So one way to minimize your to-do list is to look through it and just cross out those tasks that you know deep down will never become a priority for you. Having an excess of things on your to-do list can make you feel overwhelmed and can make you feel like you're always trying to catch up. So if you can periodically go through your to-do list and trim it down to something that's more realistic, it will just make you feel less weighed down because you won't have this enormous list of things that you just know you're never getting to. And another way you can minimize your to-do list is to create a separate list each week for only the things that you can realistically get done or get started on during the current week. Because by having a list for the week or the day, you can so much more easily focus on accomplishing the things you have on your list. It's better to do it, it, it well, at least for me, and I know for a lot of people, it's much better to do it that way because if you're gonna review that master list every time you need to figure out what you wanna work on next, it's basically, you know, you're re, sorting through this enormous list and having to re-decide every single time you want to start something new. So by sitting there once and going through your to-do list and making one list of what you can realistically work on during the upcoming day or the upcoming week, you're lessening the amount of time that you have to sit and review that list that has all these things on it. Because you're making decisions every time you look through every item on that list to try and figure out what you're going to do. So try maybe you could consider scaling back your to-do list, and then once you have it scaled back, just look at it maybe once a week and figure out of that list what are your priorities gonna be for the upcoming week. 
This can really help you lessen the amount of time that you spend reviewing and making decisions about those things on your master list. So if none of the topics I cover today are areas that you feel stressed out about or that you feel like you really need to kind of scale back on, then you've already probably done a really good job on simplifying where you can. Or you might just enjoy the amount of time that you put into these areas of your life. Minimizing should not be done just for the sake of doing it. It's really a tool that can be used to reduce stress in your life so that you can have more time to enjoy the rest of your days. So just think, is there anything in your life you'd really like to make easier for yourself? And if there isn't, then you're good. And if there is, just start small and think about what you can eliminate in that area and just start there and build on it and see where you can minimize all of these different areas of your life where you want to because by doing that it gives you more time to do the things that really matter most so that's all i have to say about this topic i hope if none of these areas were specifically areas that you feel like you want to scale back and i hope that it at least maybe got you thinking about where you can scale back and make the best use of your time and um, really focus on what is most important to you so that you can have the most time for that. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next Wednesday. So thank you for checking in for this podcast episode and don't forget you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife and you can find a blog post for most of my episodes and definitely all of my meal plan episodes at lolasfrugallife.com. You can also join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. And if you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I could see your listening. Also, if you can please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, those ratings and reviews are what help the show come up better in search results so that other people can find this podcast. So that will really help me in growing my audience. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have an awesome day.